That is uh, not too far away. How are you tracking? Yeah, uh, going really well personally, and as, as a club, we're going really well as well. Um, we've had uh, we've built over the three JLT games, and um, we seem to put it together against Hawthorne pretty well. And, and now we're just really looking forward to round one. Sounds like there might be some new faces, Pal Pepper, uh, maybe Atley, uh, Houston as well. How exciting to get an injection of young players in there. Yeah, I think it's really good. All those guys have had really solid pre-seasons and, and put their hands up for selection. And you've seen over the JLT games that they've, they've been able to perform at AFL level, which is really pleasing for us as a club. Um, obviously, we like to see our young boys play, and we're not sure how many of them will, will play this week, but um, I think Kenny said Eddie's probably a lock, which will be really good for him. His story's brilliant at 27 to, to finally get a chance and, and young Dan Houston if he gets a game as well who, who's gone through a lot of injuries over the last few years and, and been upgraded off the rookie list that'll be really special for him if he gets a game as well. The few new faces that you, you think could be inside that could be named who's really stood out for you? Yeah those guys I just said and, and Peps obviously has come in as, as an 18 year old and what does he weigh about 90 kilos so he's pretty right to go and, and you see him crashing and bashing around so those guys have really stood up there's a couple of guys playing in the in, the Maggies tonight, um, Willem Drew is another one that we can keep an eye on who played really well in the trial match last week and we'll be looking forward to seeing him have another good game tonight. What about um, Sydney? I mean, I know they've beaten most sides in the last decade or so, but I think they've won 13 in the last 14 against you. Are, are you confident you can turn that around and, and how do you do it? Yeah, definitely we're confident um, of going up there and, and getting the full points. Uh, uh, they might have beaten us over the last few years, but we've had a lot of close games. I know a few years ago we pushed them up the SCG and just fell short. So we've just got to keep working on what we've been doing and, and hopefully we can string that all together on, on Saturday and, and get the win. What about the SCG? Obviously it's a, you know, a lot of different dimensions than most footy grounds in the, in the AFL. Like, what sort of things do you have to do different when you play there? Yeah, obviously the SCG is much smaller ground, so contested ball comes a big part of the game and, and that's probably what Sydney pride themselves on. So we've just got to match them in that, in that area. On, on the weekend, and if we can get the ball going our way, we've got um, some firepower up forward to, to kick some goals. It's like it could be pretty wet, I think, on the weekend as well. Does that sort of knock out of your sort of tally your game with the wet conditions? Uh, I guess you've just got to kind of wait till, till the day. It's raining up there at the moment, but uh, hopefully the forecast is to, to dry up for Saturday. And uh, if not, we kind of go back to old fashioned footy. You get the ball going your way and, and try and put a couple of goals on the board early and, and hold on from there. The previous the results there matter, Young. I mean, the like the boy said, it's not a happy underground. Last year, you kind of got jumped in the first quarter. I mean, do you look at that and say, well, it's not been the greatest place to travel? No, I don't think so. Uh, we we like contested ball. That's that's our goal as well. We like to tackle and, and hunt around the contest. So um, the ground should suit us. Um, obviously, if it's wet, it makes it a bit harder for the skills. But we don't look at the results uh, of the past. Obviously, we've got a much different team than what we went up there with last year. Um, so, yeah, we're just really excited to get up there and, and prove ourselves against a team that has consistently been good over the last few years. You've uh, hit the scoreboard quite heavily last year. Would you be doing the same this year? I hope so. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, obviously, I'll play forward again, and, and um, we're we're kind of focusing a bit more on uh, getting team goals this year. So uh, one one week I might kick the goals, and, and that's all good. But then the next week someone else will. So we're just happy to, to put a winning score on the board, and, and that that'll be good enough for us. We spoke to Brendan Lade a couple of weeks ago, and he said that your role this year has changed a little bit. Can you just sort of talk us through about that a little bit? Yeah, last year I probably played a bit more deep uh, in the forward line, so I've yeah, moved up the ground a little bit more. Uh, so yeah, just up, up the ground a bit more, and then racing back to goal. So it's a little bit different. It's a bit a bit harder, a bit more running, which is. Uh, not good sometimes, but yeah, it's uh, a bit different, but obviously we've got a lot of guys in there, so we'll all play the positions and rotate around, and that's, that flexibility is what we're, we're looking for this year. Has that been a hard pre-season for you? Sorry, running up, yeah. can you look straight ahead here for us? Yeah. In terms of building up your running capacity and stuff like that, has that 
Yeah, so obviously pre-season's hard no matter what. Um, yeah, the running capacity stuff's something I've tried to work on over the last few years and, and obviously as a team we're pretty good at that. So um, it suits us that kind of game to get our forwards up the ground and get back to goal. As it turns out, the game against Hawthorne becomes a really good dress rehearsal, doesn't it? Yeah, I think Hawthorne, another team that have been really consistent over the last few years and, and they were pretty much at full strength missing a couple of blokes. Um, so yeah, we went out there and, and treated it as pretty much a round one match for us and, and we put everything in place that we wanted to put in place. and. There's still some things we can improve on. We still can lift the skill. Um, obviously, it was pretty windy down there mm. that day. Um, but, yeah, we can continue to lift our skill level. And, and the thing that was really pleasing, pleasing was the uh, pressure we put on them. Is the greatest challenge against Sydney just to open it up and, and get a little bit of outside ball? Yeah, it's, it's always hard to get outside mm. ball against them, especially up at the SCG where the ground is much smaller. So, um, yeah, obviously, if you can win the ball inside and get it out to our runners, that, that'll be really handy. How close do you reckon uh, Matty Broadbent will come yeah, Brogsy trained really well today, so he's put his hand up for selection. Uh, that'll be on the coaches to choose who, who plays. Obviously, like I said, Dan Houston and a couple of boys down back have done really well in the JLT, um, but we know what Brogsy brings to the team, and, and he's um, really important for us. So if the coaches go with him, we'll, we'll be pumped to see him out there. Youngie, was uh, Pep's spot assured when he body-slammed Burgoyne? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might have been. I think he'd uh, raised a few eyebrows when he did, did that, a uh, young 18-year-old. Um, pretty much lifting him up with one hand and putting him down. So, nah, but Pepsi's been really impressive. Um, he got a fair bit of the ball against Hawthorne. We laughed, gave away a few free kicks, but um, he was cracking in hard, which is what we like to say. A lot of talk this week about Tony Lockett and, and Buddy. Who takes Buddy, do you think? No one takes Lockett. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not too sure. I'm not down in the backs, but um, we've got, yeah, we've got a lot of backs that, that can play on him. So, mm. there's a few options. If, if one doesn't work, then we can try another one, but... Um, yeah, I think Homshi's gone to him the last few times and, and done pretty well, so hopefully he can get the job done again. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.